With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Speech Therapy. My name is Sid, and today I'm joined by a special anonymous guest to discuss something pretty close to the both of us, something that has played an enormous part in shaping our respective lives. Before all that, just to give an insight for those listening, Speech Therapy is a podcast centered around the very two words that make up the title. At least for me, through my ability to speak, which is my speech, I find it immensely therapeutic, that's the second word, therapy, to discuss certain topics that I think are pretty important to bring to life on a bigger stage. Some topics we may take for granted on a daily basis, while some we might all think about deep down inside, but they might never surface through discussion around certain people. So that gave birth to this platform, where I truly hope that if you are listening, maybe you can relate, chime in, maybe learn and take something away from this to use in your own life. All right, boring intro and formalities aside, let's jump right into it. Today's story revolves around parents. Honestly, not enough can be said about them. Of course, the positive or the negative aspects of them are extremely relative to your respective life. Our aim today is to illustrate a pretty stark contrast between two stories of immigrant parents that came to Canada for their children's future. So, first of all, let me welcome this said anonymous guest. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I feel like we have two very different stories to tell in terms of this whole immigrant lifestyle and how, like, you know, we've grown up yeah. in this great country of Canada. Hmm. Let's start from yours. When, when did you move here? Uh, about 15 years ago, actually. So this September will be 15 exactly years ago. Exactly the same. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so moved around then. Uh, family of four, regular parents and um, a brother and a sister. And um, yeah, it was, it was interesting because... You're moving from a well-settled environment. So back home, it was it was great. So we had everything to go, like the house and everything, and things you don't think about um, and take for granted when you're that young. Um, and we came here. I started school. Brother started school. Um, and all of a sudden, I wouldn't see my parents quite often. I'd just see them either really late in the night or I'd see them really early in the morning. Um, and I had no idea what was going on until I realized they were just trying to make sure we got a better life at the end of it all. Um, so for about a year or so, it was just my brother and I. I remember he would come uh, to pick me up from school after he finished school, then we'd go home, um, and we'd both just sit there, and sometimes the treat, my treat was making Maggie, basically, because who doesn't like Maggie? <laughs> Maggie noodles is Maggie. the two-minute solution <laughs> of happiness. Lies, it's that. not two minutes. It does not take two minutes. It takes longer. Um, and at the time, I couldn't even use a stove because I was not allowed because I was still young. Um, so I remember I used to force him to make me that. And then we would sit down and watch the afternoon cartoons on TV. And I remember it was Simpsons most of the time. Um, and that's how I, I basically started my life in Canada, essentially, awesome. right? So what, what, what motivated your parents to, uh, 
to make this move? So actually, I don't even think they wanted to, to be honest. Oh, really? It was, it was a fluke, um, and we just let it be. Um, so they wanted to move here so my brother could be settled. They wanted to make sure that he was settled. So my parents were like, yeah, you know, we'll do it. We'll apply it this time. So we'll get, you know, once he's done his schooling, he can go straight to university. And like every other parent, most other parents rather, who would just send their kids and like, okay, go figure it out. My parents were like, no, no, we're going to actually go with you. Make sure you're settled and all that stuff. And I don't know why they didn't think that they could just travel with the with the son to drop him off. But we had to move and had to get PR and all that shenanigans. And I was like, I have no idea why you guys didn't, didn't think about this. But okay. So they did what they did. Um, and we instead of getting our visas in three to four years, we got it in a year. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we were that one batch that got picked of like, I don't know, 20 people or something. That their pr- applications were... Uh, process faster um, so we were here for my brother's grade 11 and not after his grade 12 how much older is your brother than you like uh, with, i guess the central focus of their move was uh, you know around your brother i guess um yeah. at the time it was brother yeah um uh, but i'm pretty sure they wanted it to be a better life for kids yeah um so he's four years older than i am um so similar in age but we still have that kind of gap uh in between but yeah, so so we moved here and basically started a life here. And my dad, within a week, I remember he still said, this is not for us. Let's go back sort of a thing. Um, wow, within a week. Within a week. He's like, no, no, I have basically went through a few things already, like the system just to make sure we're settled and stuff. Um, and he tried to convince us to move back. My brother threw a fit and he's like, no, no, we're not doing this. I'm, I'm, I want to be here sort of a thing. So we stayed. Can you uh, talk about, uh, yeah, that, that week, let's say, like uh, the initial yeah. struggles of your parents? Because uh, uh, our parents, um, they're, I believe they're the sacrificial generation, right? They took, that, they took that step to move across the ocean, yeah. right? With just that faith and belief that we're doing this for our children's future, right? Yeah. So um, they get here and they might be accomplished professionals back from where they come from, right? Right. right. Uh, but they come here and then we're back to square one, ground zero, yep. right? Uh, where they're just, you know, the at the beginning of their career again, like yeah. uh, it's a big world again in the sense that like, uh, wow, what do I do now? Like, yeah. uh, you know, there's, uh, we hear every day, like doctors from back home might come here and become taxi drivers, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, until they can plant their own feet and get whatever accreditation they need yeah. to start here, right? Yeah. And you're right. I think back to it now, that now that I'm working and I'm, I'm building my own career, I think back to it and I was like, am I really, like, my parents gave up a lot. Imagine being 25 years into, years into your career, um, you have a family and everything, and all you're doing is uprooting that and saying, let's go start again. It's like, it's not your... Brand new country, brand new environment, brand new everything. Yeah, the right? amount of risk and, and, and the level of courage they showed is, is insane. And I don't know if I could ever do that. I'd be like, hey, kid. I'm doing this for you. Yeah, Letting my I career about, go. You're right. No. At any any type of these conversations that I have with yeah. my parents, that's the first thing I think of. Like, I truly try to step in their shoes in the yeah. sense that, like, wow, like if I let's say I chose to leave even Canada, for yeah. example, yeah. and um, may, uh, and move to the states. Really don't want ever want. <laughs> I I never want to move to the states. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, and do that. But just the just the pain or the. Uh, just that feeling that of feeling. holy crap! I'm gonna uproot my life here. I've made uh, an incredible amount of friends. Uh, my life, 
lifestyle, like yeah. you know what I'm used to here, where yeah. I grocery shop, where I go for fun, where you know whatever I do, yeah. I approve all that, and I go completely different, new house, new everything. Um, it's insane to just think about, it. and that's just me just going. It, we're still in North America. We're still in North America. Yeah, yeah. the what systems about, are still yeah. the same. Yeah. What about a, a country that's completely different? Yeah. What right? about you can go back to Asia? Like it's it's exactly. ridiculous because the systems are completely different. Yeah. Um, the way things happen is completely different. To understand that when you say late forties, fifties. It's not an easy task because you're looking to then be like... Late 40s, 50s. Exactly. That's yeah. You brought up a very good point where it's like, you know, age is not on their side. No. you can't. They're not here at 20. Yeah, exactly. Figure out education. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll go to school for this and then I'll uh, do this and do that. And, you know, the world's yeah. an oyster, so to say. Like they say <laughs> yeah. to us, right? Yeah, yeah, um, So they yeah. did all that. I mean, as kids, we were just focused on... Yeah, our, as kids, yeah. we were just uh, focused Let's on like, go going to school, to school. Come back to Maggie, uh, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Because that's all that matters. Yeah, that's doing... all that mattered to us, right? But yeah. for them, uh, like, I, can, I mean, I can give you an example for myself. Like, mm. when we, when I got here, mm. um, well, my dad was ha- had been uh, fairly established in his field mm. before coming here, right? Mm. So I think he had, at that time, I was 17 or 20 years or something right, in, right. in his field, right? So he gets here, and my mom um, was a house manager, mm. right? Uh, by the way, a house manager is just a stay-at-home mom. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, she took care of me. Uh, like, I'm, uh, I'm an only child. Um, took care of me. Uh, and, you know, that's about it. We had a very, very established life back home. It's pretty much set, yeah. right? So we get here, and, um, you know, I, I always, my dad and myself, we always mm. call my mom, like, the MVP of the house <laughs> yeah. in the sense that before moving to Canada, we had also moved to Fiji, right? right? And uh, I remember that time my dad was like, okay, I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for six months. Mm. Uh, I'm going to test the waters. If it's great, you guys come over. I don't want you to suffer with me if it's bad or, right. you know what I mean? Right. If it's good, obviously, like, you know, come through uh, quickly, right? My mom was just like, no, uh, you know what? Uh, we're a family. We're a unit. Uh, if things are bad, we will experience it together if things are great we'll experience it together right so let's just face whatever comes together and that's that's the mentality that it was like you know uh the come here so anyways uh the point was like you know they come here and then now in interviews there's only one question that was asked to my dad and it was do you have canadian Canadian experience experience. right (laughs) uh that's it but I mean, there was just one stumping question that was, do you have Canadian experience? Obviously, yeah. my dad's like, well, I just moved here. So I, <laughs> you so know, no. I don't. Yeah. Right? So I remember my mom then goes from becoming a stay-at-home mom and enjoying the luxury of life. My dad was a primary mm. earner to now being a 50-50 or maybe even in some situations, 75-25 where she had to like take. Right. And she's like, you know, uh, she's worked in factories. She's worked in factories for uh, a beverage company. Mm. Can't really say who. <laughs> uh, she cannot drink that beverage to this day. Um, <laughs> like my dad being a in an established career comes to a complete another country and has to hand yeah. out yeah. hand out resumes in malls yeah you know what i mean my yeah. mom's worked in a gift shop my mom's worked in like you know whatever odd jobs like you i don't want to say odd jobs but like um jobs you know, that we you, we wouldn't consider right exactly, you would consider right? For like high school students maybe just yeah. to get experience exactly yeah, right? yeah absolutely. and uh you know my parents have done that and i feel like they've really uh this goes without saying they've faced the brunt yeah of the struggles because i i've had a i'm extremely grateful this for this so i've had a phenomenal life here right yeah, my bringing yeah. in Likewise. uh so that, uh, I guess that initial week when maybe yeah. your dad and your mom, they were faced with that first impact, that blow, right? Yeah. Like, holy crap, new environment, new everything. Uh, yeah, it's the first instinct is like, yo, okay, screw this. Yeah. We'll go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just came from 
five star <laughs> lifestyle to like whatever the hell this is, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, can you get into like you know, so um, what got them over the hump? Uh, because you, your brother was pushing back, you were probably pushing back as well. That no, I, I actually didn't back. say anything. Okay, um, I was for the longest time an introvert. I still am an introvert, but I do my best to open up. Like I don't. It's not like I hate people, which is better. But before I, I hardly spoke up. Um, I used to be in a shell that needed to be broken. I'm still coming out of that shell to, to this day. And, okay. Um, that's 15 years later. That's, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. still coming out of that shell. So I didn't say anything. I looked at my brother and my mom just working it out and, and whatever. All I could think of was, shit, I have to go back to writing half-yearly exams and annual exams and I don't want to do it. That's all I could think about. Yeah. <laughs> um, because here, you didn't write any exams until, like, high school. And I was like, yes, two more years of no exam. But uh, that's all I could think of. So I'm sure it was it was a struggle. I don't think they ever got over the hump, to be very honest. They just really? looked at my my brother's face and they said, yeah, we're here, might as well. So that's that's how it started, I'm guessing. So, But, yeah, that was it. So, so describe this. Uh, you're saying that they never got over the hump. Right. I don't think my dad do, still got over the hump. Do you think he's still like, uh, I don't want to say still wants to go back. He still wants to go back. Really? Why? 15 years have happened. He, like, you know, his daughter has grown back. up, his brother, uh, his, daughter, his daughter, his son has grown up. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can get into what your lifestyle is now yeah. and what your brother is doing. Um, is he, has he, has he not been happy with the progress and the growth there? He's been happy with the progress, but he's, he thinks that he, that could have been achieved while us... Being in While being back home. While being back home. Interesting. Okay. Um, he doesn't see why, like, what the specific difference is. He doesn't. He doesn't see that, and it, it comes down to him feeling like, because all he's doing is now thinking back to his friends back home and his colleagues back home and seeing them progress in their right. careers. Right. Um, and now they're retired, and Dad's like, I'm still working. Um, he can no, retire, and, and that's right. And that, that's that hits you. Yeah, like, that's imagine fair. yourself. I totally at agree because my, my dad has is is ex, exact same way. Like his yeah. people that uh, his colleagues or yeah. whatever, they've <laughs> definitely they've definitely uh, risen the ranks yeah, there, right? Yeah. And uh, so, like I remember, like when you're general, like a GM or a chief. Uh, Chief general manager, or whatever mm. it's called, there. Um, when you move up to those ranks, you've got the penthouses. Yep. You've got the drivers. You've got the servants. You got like you know the lifestyle is just yeah. incredible, right? Yeah. I'm sure my dad would appreciate that all now, but uh, I mean the entire family would. But the lifestyle that we've, uh, the lifestyle that we have here, and you know, I'm very grateful to what we've uh, been blessed with, right? Um, we never really get that. We don't really think back to uh yeah. what could have you know what i mean because it's just it's just that like um the perspective and the people and everything you think with such an open mind here right yeah uh especially in our family is like you know contrary to popular belief mm. uh the popular belief is like oh brown parents or whatever yeah. uh the extremely constricting uh force their own beliefs and stuff on their kids the kids grow up all screwed up this that blah blah, blah. um people like us are trying to break that because, you know, yeah. we, we, we grow up here. I know we came as kids. They do their own growing up too. So like, you know, you saying that, okay, like even 15 years later, he still feels like uh, this yeah. progress could have been done back home. I want to say that, no, like, you know, uh, we, us, uh, our generation would not have gotten the rewards and uh, because we've been stuck in that old system of way of thinking and stuff like that. Because when I compare my lifestyle yeah. to my cousins in yeah. the sense that... Yeah. Uh, 
they're you know like these open-ended philosophical questions about like you know what really life is and when you recognize that this entire rat race of nine to five this that blah blah blah, there through my cousins from what i talked to talk to them about that understanding comes at like university level ish Hmm. you know what i mean Hmm. like later on in life uh because they're so caught up in the insane level of competition (laughs) back home yeah like man when i when i heard of like kids jumping off buildings because they got a 98.7 percent in school but they needed a 98.9 to get into a a good college yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah um and they end their lives yeah based on that because that's it that's what you are like in their head. They have come on Earth to fulfill this like crazy, uh, just this like oh like I've only come on Earth to like you know get into this school, mm. uh, get this job, and that or else I have forever disappointed my parents. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, society's like society's like oh uh oh your kid didn't get into that college. Oh, that's oh, too Oh, man, must be, yo, must not be smart enough. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's it. And, um, you know, uh, you can only blame, like, where do you put the blame, right? Society, parents, yeah. your kid, that kid, whatever, right? Where do, where do we kind of uh, draw, the draw the line, man? Yeah, right? no, I do agree in that sense. And I've had this conversation with my dad several times where I've said, Dad, we wouldn't have thought a certain way had we not been here. And yeah. I think that's what... That's why I appreciate the fact that they moved. Um, the struggle was going to be here or there. Right. Um, definitely will be a different struggle there because that, that would be like, oh, my daughter's going to get raped tomorrow. That would be a different struggle altogether. Amen. Um, I wouldn't have been able to actually do anything, to be very honest, without like two bodyguards. Right. Um, and that would not have been a problem, <laughs> getting the bodyguards. So it's, it's definitely um, a different life altogether. My mom's very appreciative. Yeah, how about your mom? Like, she's very appreciative. She, um, yeah. She's extremely glad, and she's so. There's a contrast in in the personalities that that my parents, of course, have. Right. So, um, mom is the happy go lucky. I'm gonna change with circumstance and okay. find out the best if I from from that. Um, if I see a two year old doing something that I was like, oh no, that's really good. Um, not just for the two year old, but that's a great thing to do overall. I'll pick that up. It's a good thing. I'll move on. Right. Right. Dad is kind of stuck in his ways. Okay. That's a sort of personality. So changing and accepting change comes really late for him. Okay. Um, and he has to push really hard. And at 60, I think he doesn't want to push hard. <laughs> I think he's just I like... I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. It's like, done. This is what I, who I am. This is what I am. And this is what I want to think. Right. Um, not saying he's close to anything we say um, or he doesn't, he doesn't let us do things. It's just when he... You can tell when you when your dad's happy when not when he's not happy, and that comes down to you whether you're gonna kick that away and move on or are you gonna stick back and try to balance that out, and that's where I think uh, my life went right. So when it, it we we got around it of course because you you figure it out every human fig- figures it out sort of a thing. When my time came around there, um, grade twelve, uh, circumstances and otherwise, I I couldn't move away from home. Because my mom went with a car accident. Wow. Um, it was it was quite severe where her left it was a T basically from the left side. So driver's T-bone. side. Yeah, you got, it was a T-bone. She got T bone, yeah. okay, yeah. From the left side, from the driver's side. The wow. entire car spun in the middle of the new section. Uh, the impact was that crazy. 
Wow. Um, yeah, so had the car been a bit higher, it would have hit her even worse. So the good thing was it was really low. Right. Um, our car got totaled, all that happened. But guess who stayed to take care of things? Of course, I did. Right. I didn't move away from university. I just I stuck to local campuses. And yeah, it was it was a commuter commuter's life, commuter's dream. I probably would not say that, but it was a commuter's <laughs> life. Um, and that's what that's, that's what I took on myself, right? So at the end of the day, yes, there was some sort of expectation that a kid would stay home. Yeah. But I never felt that kind of pressure um, because I knew they needed me. Right. Or they needed someone, and I'd be happy to to do whatever I can. Because at this point, your brother's already uh, moved he's, away. He's and... like four years into his undergrad. Oh, okay, okay, okay um, yeah. At this point. Yeah, there's no um, way he could, yeah. Yeah, because I was in grade nine when he went away for, went away to undergrad. Right. Yeah, so at this point, it was just like, no, you just, hopefully you're going to, after the fifth year, you're going to come back, um, find something here local. If not, you could probably move somewhere else to the right. states, maybe because that's where his profession took him. Right. Um, okay, so he's, he's he moved he moved away then to, totally. Well, yeah. So fourth year, sorry, not fourth year. Um, so going back to like the 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 story of do you just let your parents be sort of a thing or or let yeah. things be or do you strike a balance and say okay, I can probably do both. I can probably take care of the parents. I can probably take care of the home while taking care of my life. It doesn't need to be always. It doesn't need to be one or the other. I've been a strong proponent and believer of striking a balance in life. Um, and that's what I do with, with my career and my, my family too, till date actually. So that so, was... So let's shift focus on... Yeah. Um, let's shift focus on this right here because the common misconception, uh, not even misconception, just the common uh, understanding of gender roles in life, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, is that the girl takes upon multiple sacrifices yeah. upon herself, takes upon major responsibilities of either family or whatever, anything around her at that time. Mm-hmm. She's just expected to do so, right? right. Well, uh, it, it, unfortunately, the accident happened, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, it happened uh, around your time yeah. to either move away or not or whatever, when you were your time came. Right. But, uh, you know, your brother moved away and now you tell me your brother just hasn't been home. Like he's just uh, established established a career for himself outside of Canada and yeah. just, you know, uh, moved on with his life, right? Mm. Uh, but here, uh, now you've already taken, at that time, took on the response. Okay, I got to take care of my mom. She met with this accident. So you, at a young age, emotional support, uh, you've sacrificed. Maybe you had dreams to go somewhere else. Right. So, um, I guess, can you just talk about how these gender roles fit your, fit your family? Like how, uh, mm. how have you kind of taken, put your family in a backpack and you right, know, right. you've taken the brunt of whatever's happened yeah. ever since then versus your brother. I mean, does he just kind of Skype in and was like, yo, is everything good? <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> how, how does that work? <laughs> and then that's it. The Skype's done. And then his responsibilities, like, how does that work? No, he's, he's been good with his responsibilities right. towards family. Family towards towards me specifically because growing up, my parents didn't coming here. Actually, as I said, my, it was my brother who raised me. So opening up with my parents is still something that I'm coming to terms with today. Okay, till today, I've done a great uh, job with my mom. <laughs> with my dad, I'm still trying to like poke holes here and there. When it comes to the gender piece, I guess it's a very thin line between what I really think of what's really happening, <laughs> but. I don't really believe that 
it's always been a, oh, you're a girl, so you got to do certain things. And, or you're a guy, you're, you're okay with doing certain things. It's never been that. My, I still remember my dad being super disappointed when my brother left for California. He's like, no, you should have been here. Um, it's not something that he expects, you know, cause you're a guy or a girl, you're my son or my daughter, just step up to the, to the plate when, when you need to. Right. My brother did step up in a different way, perhaps. Um, he knew he had to give my parents a better life sort of a thing or himself a better life down the line uh, when they did age. So he's working for that right now. Um, for me, it comes to be a different way uh, where I took on that responsibility because I knew I could handle the variables. Um, sometimes I Did wished. you at that time? At the time? Yeah. I had no idea what I could do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. like, Bri, bring it on. I don't know. Right. We'll see. Um, but that's also a blessing in disguise when you don't overthink things and you just run with it, right? Because you don't, you have absolutely no idea where to push yourself and how to push yourself. And if life's doing that, let it. Yeah, until you face those beatings and you realize, oh, can, you know, I, I can actually take this. this. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's when I started, that's when the concept of balancing things really took a hold on me. And I was like, no, no, guess what? You know, if 10 years down the road or whatever, I'm going to have a family of my own and I'm still going to have a career. I always wanted to have a good career on the side and on the side, but with a family, I have to raise kids. I have to make sure I have, I'm helping them, supporting them as much as I can, but I also have to make sure I'm supporting myself and my husband emotionally or whatever the case is. And also being sane enough to carry my career through. So guess what? I'm going to have 10 million variables going forth. This is just training. Um, also, I forgot to add one more variable of that. Eventually, my parents are only going to get more aged. Right? Yeah, yeah. Health problems are going to be more... Um, hard-hitting that before we get, we get so caught up in uh ourselves growing up and yeah. like you know like i just undergrad oh i can't wait till the university's on or i can't wait till <laughs> like you know you get to your job and you're like wow like five years from now i can you know get promoted to this or you know we're just climbing our own ladders mm -hmm. but we really sometimes lose sight of like you know our parents are also growing older yep yeah right and yep. uh they're growing older and then um you know it's at a certain dinner Mm. Um, with them, you it hits you like yeah. holy crap! Like mom or my dad, like you know, the like, next decade yeah. they may or may not be with yeah, you. Yeah, like it's like yeah. it, and reality hits you again, right? Yeah. And then you and then, but that's the thing. Our race is that, right? It's just uh, life is such a rat race that like you know these things, these realizations yeah. or thing, they become temporary because they just come in and like holy crap! Like they're getting mm. old, and then back to my pressures of my manager being a certain way or <laughs> you know uh this being a certain way yeah, like yeah. i don't like working with this person that person and we just kind of uh, you know put yeah. that put that initial uh problem that we just oh sorry that initial realization on a back burner yeah yeah, yeah. right um so no my the, like my relationship with my parents my upbringing where it comes down to like high school period i had no no support system of any sort but well, not from your parents not even from your parents? They, I didn't, I didn't open up to them. I couldn't. Right. Because my only support system was a brother and he left. So why not? Why, why couldn't you open up with them? I tried, but they would just take it and, and label everything to the, like my attitude or my confusion to, um, I've gotten spoiled here or it's a move to Canada that's ruined the kid. And you've, you've heard <laughs> these several oh, times. Bad, yeah. Um, or like it's a, we would have been better like, or with a like, family surrounded. So like someone would watch over her sort of a thing. And n no, <laughs> like it was none of that. It was just 
me being a teenager. Right. Um, I didn't understand half the things that were going on with me at the time. I needed someone to clarify that. They had no idea why I was acting in a certain way because they'd never seen me like that. Uh, my brother completely, clearly was a good child during his teens. Right. So they have, they're like, what the hell? How do I map this to something that's not you, right? That's just age. Um, so they had their own pressures and, and whatever the case was, we just never got along. Um, then comes my mom's car accident. Right. Um, so university time. That was another struggle because, again, hardly any support system. Uh, brother's now in a different country altogether and it's like good job good job man like at the time i was just like i'm i'm hating you on for this but i'm gonna also gonna support you because that's what i do that's who i am that's what family does and to me that meant way too much um even more so than all the the pain or struggle that i went through at the time right um so yeah i i supported him through whatever he needed to be supported through, I would have random vent sessions with him on, over text. And it was like, I can't do this. You have to come back. You have to help me. I'm like losing my shit. Mom doesn't understand me. Dad doesn't get it. What do I do? I, I guess they, they thought, and they, yeah, they, they definitely believed that I was naive enough, um, to not know what was going on. And to be, to be fair, I was, there were a lot of things that I look back to now. And I was like, Oh no, no, no. I learned my lesson. That's great. But like, People warned me about this. I should have paid attention. But then again, there's a there there's that balance that you have to strike, which is I'm still gonna go ahead and do stupid stuff because that's how I need to learn. That's how the universe wants me to learn. That doesn't mean I'm letting go of all your your warning signs, right? Um, it's just that I'm blending it in and decreasing the the impact of whatever life needs to throw at me. Right. Something else happened actually at home around that time, which was. Uh, my brother got sick of, he's in California now, so, like, we're here, he's in California, um, and he gets, like, we used to call him every night, he used to call us every night sort of a thing, so that just became a routine. But what started happening was he got annoyed with my mom's questions of, the regular mother questions, um, how are you, have you eaten, where are you? Like, the three questions that she'd always have. Right. She still has. Um, and that's never going to go away from a mother, right? So... He got too annoyed of the where are you question. So he's like, hey, guys, there's an app on the iPhone. Why don't you download this? It'll tell you where I am. Because guess what? My phone's always with me. Oh, great. And so you can see where I am. You don't need to ask me the question of where I am. So he he introduced the whole <laughs> tracking thing? Really? <laughs> he introduced it. Wow. He's like, here, don't ask me. You will see where I am. Um, sometimes I can't text or whatever the case is, but just look at the location. No, I'm okay. That sort of a thing. Okay. That's where it started. So they tried for a whole year in third year when I was at home. They're like, no, no. Well, your brother has it. Why don't you have it on your phone? Your mom even has it sort of oh a thing. Oh, my God. Wow. And I was like, because I'm at home. There's a reason he has it. He's not at home. I understand that. I'm at home. I'm not getting the stupid thing. <laughs> so you were literally tracked like you're a person of interest. Get out. By the FBI. <laughs> that it's like, oh, this person is up to something. We, <laughs> we need to, you know. Um, wow. So that happened. But then fourth year, when my residence position got approved, they were like, oh, guess what? You're moving away from home, too. So guess who's getting the app now? Oh, wow. And I was like, are you? Sh oh, fine. Um, so I got the app, put it on my thing. It was, wasn't was that big of a deal at the time because everyone was getting used to the app sort of a thing. 
The only person who didn't have it was my dad. By everyone, you mean your family. <laughs> That's it. Get out. Get out. You know, uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> if I was ever tracked, you know. Uh, well, it wasn't really, they weren't really watching every move, every single move. Right. I don't, maybe they were, I don't know. Okay. Um, but from what they said, they weren't tracking every single move. So I was like, thank you. Have you ever, like, you know, just gone grocery shopping to, like, Oh, you're uh, supposed to be at a no frills right now, but we see that you're at a second cup. Why did you stop for coffee? What, what, what's going on? That used to happen in a show. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what we ought to get into. That that's what man, you got uh, tracked. Like that's not like you know. I had this. That's the first time I've ever heard of parents tracking their kids. Right? Like uh, it's not an anomaly now. <laughs> is it? It's not an anomaly now. I'm yeah. Like I mean, it's, like I, I never grew up with it. Right? No, no. Uh, one, no. But. Um, I mean, I'm sure if my parents, like, actually, now that I think about it, did they not track me because they didn't know? Or, <laughs> you know, oh. like, yeah, like, uh, maybe I, I, I could have got the same thing. Will we do that for our kids? No, I, I think just treating them like suspects. It wasn't a suspect gonna, sort of a know? thing, right? Like, they, I know what, what they were trying to do. It was just a terrible way of executing it. Yeah. Um. They, even in university, I couldn't build that relationship. Like, I was struggling to still build a relationship with my parents. And it was quite late in the game. I was like, God damn it, I'm like almost like 18, 19. I still don't have a relationship with my parents. Uh, As you mentioned before, you grew up with a, like, you didn't feel like you had a good support system either in middle school or high school. High school. High school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then butting of heads between your parents and their own struggles and your struggles. Yeah. uh, That kept escalating and kept going into university as well so yeah. to a point where now i mean we've we've grown up now now we understand that there's this there's this forever generation gap yeah, yeah. right uh between our parents their ways of thinking their ways of lifestyle everything that they brought from back home yeah to us being uh, you know living our lives here right. and uh the perspective that we've learned and the knowledge that we've you know grown up with two completely different wavelengths right (laughs) and this wavelength obviously that's where the generation gap is born because Mm -hmm. uh for the rest of our lives our parents will always be like oh like you know back home this was the case and then we're like okay well back home for me is here now (laughs) (laughs) you know back this is is back home and not like you people think people people think a certain way here right so Mm. this i i feel like our lives now will always be that generational gap until we have our own kids and where we There'll just be another generational relate. gap. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, not necessarily. Only because now, like uh, when our kids grow up, we will try our best to not impose the same back home thinking. There's values and stuff that I've taken from back home that I've learned from my parents that I truly appreciate and instill in my own life right now. Yeah. That has given me this discipline and you know that make that uh, helps me make a lot of sense of yeah. things in life. Right. Yeah. Uh, that I'm super super appreciative for, but uh, I have meshed that. With, you have, and so uh, will your kids. New, yeah, exactly. Right? right, and you're um, more cognizant now to present it to your kids as this is a life value sort of a thing, or this yeah. is my value. This yeah. isn't a back home value, right? Exactly. It's just that it's just that our parents didn't know how to phrase it. How to phrase it exactly? So we just like a oh, lot of like, things. Yeah. You know, what I thought of is like you know how in our in South Asian or you know many many uh, mm-hmm. parents there's this thing of respect your elders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and the whole respect your elders is literally. Uh, coined as like, oh, you need to respect them because they're your elders, and that's it. There's no, there's no <laughs> ifs and buts about it. Yeah. Well, uh, so how you said they didn't phrase it well. Like when you come here and you say respect your elders, 
Yeah, but okay, but why? But why? Right? Okay, well, yeah. not only because they're biologically older than you, <laughs> the why comes in in the sense that okay, this person is older than you, has faced more life, has had more experiences, right, and has. Learned and gained perspectives yeah. that will help you not make those same mistakes. Yeah. So act disciplined, act respectful around them because you know, like, uh, first of all, that's what you should do as a good human being. <laughs> Second of all, uh, you know, you can learn, right? I think that in order for us to be uh, to evolve and uh, learn, it is so important for us to be able to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. Right. And uh, feel what they've felt, yep. right? And learn what they've learned and kind of just, you know, utilize that in our own lives. But they just said respect your elders because they're biologically <laughs> older than you. You know what I mean? And we, uh, based on them not phrasing or elaborating on certain things, yeah. uh, we just took our own inter- interpretation. Yeah. Right? yeah. And we're just like, okay, well, this person's 46. I'm whatever, 16 or 17 at the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to do know, what I be gotta. nice because they're like older. Like, you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. And uh, we've made our own sense with it. And what yeah. we're going to tell our kids is not to do something just because. Yeah. Now we can t- uh, teach them that, oh, it's because of this. Uh, this is the underlying value behind that. This is what, you know, why we do this, why mm. we do that. But yeah. Yeah. No, my, my mom's a big proponent of, she's always been a big proponent of asking why. Right. Uh, since we were kids. Now, the irony is, yeah. when you ask her why, when she says something, she goes like, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Say, yeah. It's just, it saves so much time just being like, can you just do just, it? Just do it. You know, as opposed to me sitting here and discussing certain things with you. But yeah. I guess they lose, tr- they lose sight of how important it is to have that discussion. Yeah. Because having that discussion opens this floodgate of like, okay, well, my parents, even with their back home way of thinking are willing to have a conversation yeah. to bring their perspective and try to meet me in the middle. Now I can open up yep. and come and try to meet them in the middle yep. where we can, you know, just Balance have a mutual out. discussion. Yeah. Right. And maybe, uh, and just maybe we can actually uh, not have tracking on the table for once, you know? Okay. I think that's never going <laughs> to go away. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to go away. Um, it's got to a point where my dad got a phone and he's also on the stupid app now. Oh so like all four of us can see Did, all is four that, of us. Are you talking about like iPhone, right? Is that find my friends or something? It's fine. Oh my, my God. It's fine. My friends. Find uh, my friends. It's it's handy in, in certain times. So I've gotten my parents to, just recently actually, uh, mom more so than dad. And I was like, you're believing a machine more than your own daughter. Do you see how messed up that is? Right. And she's gotten better with it to a point where she doesn't look at it. Okay. She now trusts my word, takes my word. Right. And it's taken me time to build that relationship with her. We've had countless fights, numerous fights. Like I can't even go back to how many fights we've had. And over time, it's it's been it's been ridiculous how long it's taken me to get to this, le- to this level where people have just, you know, gotten it from day one sort of a thing. But it's also taught me in how to build relationships overall. So I'm more patient with a lot of things. I'm more willing to understand and empathize. Uh, from what you said so far, it seems like your, uh, your mother has... Uh, uh, she's come around in the sense that she's started to mesh the modern way of thinking versus back home what's right and what's wrong what would help my daughter you know be the best daughter she is or whatever but yeah i feel your dad is still stuck in your his old ways dad that's just a personality thing and to be honest that i've i've tried fighting with that for the longest time 
But I realized that I w- only I was instilling more pain on my own self. Like it just it didn't make sense. Because you reach a point where it's, where like, it's okay, like, like I love my dad. Yeah. Okay. It, I love my dad, and I'm willing to exact. He is who he is. But it's like you said, I can do that. But is the relationship profiting more from all this effort, or am I being damaged more? Yeah. So it, it came down to that question being exactly. answered recently, right? So definitely, I was not just damaging myself and my my mental well being. I was also hurting him. Right. In ways that I didn't even realize. Um, and I didn't have to have a conversation with him to understand this. It just certain things that I went back to and I was like, you know what? I didn't know things when I was put into certain situations. And that was the better way of going about it. What you do as as you grow up is because cert- a, lot of, a lot more things start to make sense to you, right? What happens is you get a chance of picking and choosing which situation you want to overthink or even think about and which you don't. So I thought maybe the way I went with my mom and, and created that relationship is the exact same way I got to go with dad, but that wasn't true. With dad, it's laissez-faire. It's just just be yourself. Just relax. It's okay. Now, the only thing is being myself is hard for him to digest because he didn't anticipate his daughter was going to be one to be out, you know, out five days a week sort of a thing. I'm not, but that's a different case. Yeah. I like to stay home as well. Um because as an introvert, like I, I only have certain bandwidths of energy that I can spend with people. Right. Um, and I got to rec- recover from that. So it's just him accepting that I can have a social life. I can have a life outside of home. Uh, being okay with that. Uh, being okay with the fact that I may make friends that are damaging to me or I don't even realize it till now. I will eventually, but you have to trust me to make that decision. Right. He is who he is, and I do love him for for who he is. He's basically raised my brother and I yet again, starting a new career yet again in his 40s and 50s, and that's commendable. Ask me to do that, I'd be like, no, 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 you go do your thing. Yeah. No, I'm not. Like, the sacrifice in that sense, it's like, it's commendable. It's major. I remember sitting with mom there one time, and I was just like, mom, I I know why the relationship didn't work. Um... and that's because when I needed you as a kid, you weren't there. I'm not trying to put blame or anything. You were doing right. the best you possibly could have. You were working two jobs. Um, you were pretty much spreading yourself super thin. You made you made food for us and you left it um, in the fridge so we wouldn't starve. And like you took care of every other aspect. But when I needed you, you weren't there. And that's why it went down. So... Um, yeah, and then she's she became super emotional after that. She's like, "You're so right. Um, I needed to to guide you then, and I wasn't able to. Blah blah blah, because he moved and et cetera, et cetera. All that. Happened. I mean, that's good to hear. Like she was self respective, uh, self reflective. Yeah, in no, a sense, because sure. uh, you know, uh, again, another common stereotype yeah. is. Um, Oh, uh, how could you blame your parents yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for being a certain way? We had to take care of uh, you, your yeah. brother, this, you're ungrateful, this, that, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, thank God it worked well. That's <laughs> awesome. That, <laughs> that's a, a great time. conversation yeah, um, to break and, down that barrier. Right? Yeah, and I was like, you don't have to feel bad for X, Y, Z. I got through that. I'll get through anything. Don't worry about it. Right. Um, and she's like, no, I'm not worried about it. I just feel bad now because... She's like, no, if I gave you the same support that I gave my, you know, your brother, yeah. you probably would be a lot different and a lot more successful. I'm looking at her face like, okay, you were just, we're having a great conversation. You ruined it right now. Like, what the hell? Like, you can't do this. I mean, was your brother favored growing up? Or you just, is that how it was? Favored? Or? Yeah, favored. Oh, I still think he is. He really but, is. But, um, 
that just I just pulled her leg now, but um, yeah, I'm just messing around. No, yeah. that that went away a couple of years ago in my mind. Right. Um, Based on you know how you've lived your life, you haven't had the chance to really be reflective. And, um, I don't know, like you've just been dealt with so many parental pressures all your life and so many things that you've just has shaped you as who you are today, right? Yeah. Where yeah. you haven't been able to, I guess, stand up as a strong, independent woman and be like, okay, this is my foundation of myself. This is what I know my, about myself. And this is who I am. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy how I turned out. It's just that these pressures and everything and how they've viewed your brother versus you has come to a point where it's like, oh, like, am I successful? Am I doing, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, and now yeah, you're at that a point. was a struggle too. Yeah. Because uh, up until, again, a couple of years ago, I was like, no, no, I'm not successful enough. Like, Because had... comparisons happen in, I mean, all yeah, families, but yeah. in brown families generally, like, it, the comparison is crazy. Forget your own sibling. Uh, forget the neighbor's kid is doing this. <laughs> you're compared with, like, your distant cousin from... <laughs> wherever you know what I mean? oh yeah, he's yeah, a millionaire yeah. why aren't you like you know like well it does not how yeah, it works right yeah no but it's they've been good about this and they've but tried you, you to... felt like you were under your brother's shadow 100 percent, right 100 percent, and that's not because of something they inflicted on me that's just me doing damage to myself because i didn't know any better no but parents also right? don't realize that sometimes well i've brought it up like i brought right? it up during that period i, I right. brought it up several yeah. times and i was like i feel like I'm being pressured to do this. And they're like, no, you're not. You're putting this on yourself. We're not saying anything. Okay. And not knowing that I had that power but to were they re- my own But life. were they reassuring that, okay, now we're not trying to distinguish that, oh, yeah. your brother's no, successful for sure. and for sure. you're just out here doing whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, they always thought I was more successful, if anything. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, right? I think uh, everybody, every yeah. individual defines success differently. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Um, for some monetary. Yeah. For some, uh, you know, personal in the sense that I still think you're a very uh, successful professional um, uh, in the career that you're pursuing, right? Uh, what you've done at a young age um, c- uh, compared to, you know, anybody, uh, an average woman. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like age, a, right? yeah. I'm not like two books published or like I'm yeah, not like, no, I don't no, know, like course, 10 billion people following me yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. No, like no, I'm not, I'm an not average Elon Musk out here either, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if I was, maybe the podcast, it would be like the last priority, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but no, uh, um, from what you just described, like it's not monetary. I feel like your success comes from being able to balance so many things, all these parental pressures shaping you into the way you are still being able to, uh, achieve a certain level of success in your professional life, uh, still graduating from a good university, you know, and I, I think your grades have always been. They went down. Yeah. Even if your brother is, uh, maybe working for like a top notch company, maybe Mm. doing all that, his monetary success is definitely probably great. Yeah. But has he faced those same obstacles, not being home, taking care of your parents and all this stuff? You, What I'm trying to say is your success is centered around as you being a full woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, a well-rounded individual, yeah. so to say, that has uh, been able to face and incorporate all these learning from certain aspects of life yeah. to, you know, come to a point where you've, where you have... Um, I'm still building the foundation. Yeah. Do you think the tracking is going to keep going till like after marriage and stuff as well? I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. That question was a joke, but. Oh my God. (laughs) Holy damn. Wow, man. Okay. I clearly thought about it. You've got (laughs) an idea. 
Hey, you're 45 oh, now. Get out. Three kids oh, in. Oh, my God. Oh. But I noticed that you're not grocery shopping like you said you would. Stop. I feel like for me, like, I mean, again, super appreciative of my parents because I think the biggest struggle for me coming here, it was high school. Right, uh-huh. high school is when uh, they were like I, I I just remember just super strict times. Uh, so I think uh, only around high school time they were uh, really hell bent on you know eleven o'clock curfew mm. or this that. Uh, now that I look back, I feel like it was at that time they were still trying to figure out does this kid have a head on his shoulders? Yeah. Can he like you know yeah. really figure it out and all that stuff? Which looking back, it sounds great while you're going through it. <laughs> You know, it's like, wow, like, why you guys, like, you know, care about this or care about that? Yeah. You know I mean, like, it's so, you know, it's just back home way of thinking as we've, you know, uh, Just their way of thinking, yeah. Right? Uh, but when I went to university, what was it, first year? Oh, yeah, second year. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. When I tell you I didn't care about, like, school, <laughs> I did not care <laughs> about school, man. Second year, I think I had a, yeah, I had a girlfriend at the time, and we were just into each other. Uh, mm-hmm. In the sense that, like, that, that's it. I used to just spend my time, you spend my time hanging out with her. Yeah. Neither of us studied, okay? <laughs> like, I showed up to midterms with no knowledge, no nothing. Like, it was, this is so, like, I, I, literally that year, yeah. I did not give a single crap about school, hmm. right? Needless to say, it showed up <laughs> <laughs> on my transcript, right? It showed up. And I, I remember vividly, that in second year, I almost lost my program, by the way. Right, right, right. Uh, everything, just, everything was just uh, downhill because I, yeah, we broke up. Mm, uh, my oh girlfriend yeah. at the time, we broke up. And just, you know, um, when you're when you're that age or and you're going through a heartbreak, yeah. I mean, that I think that relationship didn't even last a year, right? Um, and you're going through a heartbreak. It's like the biggest thing. <laughs> You know, like you've failed at life. Everything's going crazy. Like, yeah. you know, over over, over some girl, right? Cue sad songs. Exactly, right? That summer semester, I had to take like six courses yeah, yeah. to keep myself in school. I had taken a course at this other university. Where I was just all over the place, right? So my point is that uh, once my parents re- uh, mm. found out that, okay, uh, he's slipping, uh, grades are bad, almost losing this program, like yeah, they could have easily... Easily taken the usual crazy brown parent route, beat me, you're a failure in life, you've let us down, blah, blah. They could have easily done all that, right? And I think, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if it's my dad or my mom, maybe it might be my mom. Um, mom's like, you know what? Okay, this kid has dug himself a grave. Mm. He's going to dig his way out. Yeah. You know? Uh, so let's give him this space. I remember, I, I, I remember not talking to my dad for like three weeks. Yeah. I'm extremely close to my parents. I love them to death. It was just like a really somber time. (laughs) You know, tense time. You can uh, can feel it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyways, that, that, uh, what I am super, super appreciative was at that time was my parents like, yo, this kid will give him the space Hmm. to figure it out on his own. And uh, I'm sure he realizes his own consequences for his own actions. Right. And um, yeah, like we'll give him that space. And so realizing that and having that space to dig my own self out, uh, I got back into the program. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't go into other things that I had to do <laughs> that, uh, you know, that from an academic standpoint might or might not be illegal, uh, might not be legal, but that's, you know, that's uh, for okay. whoever to research <laughs> and figure out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, 
Yeah. So having that space and uh, instill that confidence in me, mm. right? That, wow, like I can I have this great set of parents that gave me that space. Also, wow, I can actually do this. I screwed yeah. up yep. and I can turn the boat back around yeah. and we can continue sailing in the right direction, right? Yeah, whatever that was for you. Right? Coming from four years of like, oh man, like just them being, I don't want to say typical brown parents, but they were very, just very strict case. and very, yeah, just on my case. Exactly, right? To them having their own setup and saying, oh, okay, let's give this kid a space. Yeah. Some space. Let him figure it out on, on his own, right? And that that pivotal turn yeah. was where our relationship just, I guess, blossomed, mm. right? Because my parents, all my life, honestly, like I I keep saying I'm super appreciative. Uh, that's because I'm, <laughs> I really, really am. Mm. They've done everything in their power yeah. to make my life as comfortable as possible. Now, understanding that um, they've sacrificed a ton just to be able to give me a better education, a better life than back home. As I've grown up here, they did their own growing up. Yeah. Right? They did their own growing up in the sense that in terms of gaining new perspectives that challenge their old ways of thinking from back home. And they end up meshing and taking the good things of what they've learned here to just progress and evolve as human beings. As human beings, we're always just supposed to evolve, right? Yeah. So wrapping up this perspective on your parents and how they've shaped your upbringing so far, how they've shaped you as a person now, Hmm. right? Where do you expect to go from here based on how the relationship is now? Like you said, your mom's come such a long way, right? Your dad still seems to be fixated in his old old ways and you have this back and forth conflicts with your brother, Hmm. right? And now you are trying to continue uh, being successful at your career. Coming from all this, Right. Uh, how how will you continue rebelling or pushing back uh, with your family in order to like you know chase your own dreams and your desire of being an independent woman and making your mark on this planet? I think all of that to just to answer that very simply would be sorting myself out internally to a point where I know what I want to do and what I need to do. Okay. Because when I'm extremely sure of what needs to happen next for my life in my life. Um, it comes through, and I don't need to convince anyone then. Um, it comes through to my family immediately. Um, they may push back randomly f- for a few times, for a few days. But um, my my struggle now is to maintain status quo with, with the family, um, somehow develop the relationship with the boyfriend, and internally develop my relationship with myself. It takes a lot of patience, though. I still do yoga. <laughs> like you, yeah. I need to calm calm myself somewhere. Right. Um, and not like the the dog yoga or the doga or the goat yoga or the beer yoga, like the real thing. What the hell? Uh, is oh, did you not know? <laughs> dog yoga. There's there's Be- puppy yoga. Beer yoga. There's beer yoga. There's goat yoga. There's puppy yoga. There's dog yoga. What there's the it's hell? called doga. What it's the probably the cutest thing, about? and I really want to do it, but I also don't like. Yeah, no, what I won't the be doing hell yoga. Are you just talking be, about? Welcome to 2018. Is this just white people <laughs> running off with their variations of <laughs> yoga? Like, what the hell is this, man? Uh, Google it. London has beer yoga. Beer yoga. Toronto just had its first puppy yoga. What like what 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 what's happening? There are puppies while you're doing yoga. There are puppies running around. It's the cutest thing. Puppies running around while you're doing just flexible stretches and positions. Yeah. What's beer yoga? <laughs> what's beer yoga? You take a sip of, of your beer. Every time you do a flexible or stretchable position. <laughs> yes. Or in between. So I could be upside in down. In between poses. To... In between poses. Oh okay, that, that makes sense. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't strap it to your mouth the entire time. No. 
Yeah, um, like, you take a sip of it. You're trying to do the chaturanga or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or chaturanga, because I can. Because you <laughs> I can. can speak. <laughs> you know? Uh, and you uh, just take a sip of it. Yo, white people ran <laughs> with yoga, man. What is going uh, on? There's also goat yoga that kicked off. Yeah, what the? There's baby goats running around. There's not, I, yeah, there's baby goats running around. <laughs> so they're just adding <laughs> different <laughs> environmental factors. And <laughs> the yoga's the same. But yeah. all that's changing. <laughs> all that's changing. What what is going on, man? Yeah, we did digress. But point is, you do find ways to calm Yo, yourself. These Instagram or, like, models are just <laughs> these Instagram models are calling themselves yogis, based on what, man? <laughs> you know, based on what? Uh, wow. yeah. So yeah, no, it it comes down to self care is extremely important, and knowing what you need when right is a skill that you have to have to have to t- spend time developing. Um, so I need to know when I need to dance. I need to know when I need just need to go and yell somewhere or like vent to someone. Um, I need to know when I need to go by the lake and just write or read. Right. Um, it's different ways of expression, right? And you have to have to absolutely figure that out. Well, I can't thank you enough for, uh, coming here and, um, willing to share your story, but no, honestly, thank you so much. And I really hope, um, whoever's listening can, you know, take away yeah, I hope so too. It was my pleasure. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Make room for a brand new year and a brand new room. Cozy up with HomeDepot.com for up to 30% off select mattresses and mattress essentials. From pillow top to plush, medium firm to memory foam. Waking up to a wonderful new mattress is the perfect way to make your new bed. And your new year. Up to 30% off select mattresses and mattress essentials from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. Online only, free delivery on select items $45 or more. Visit HomeDepot.com for more information.